At the beginning of this week's Parsha, when Yaakov sends a message to his brother Esav, telling him that he's on his way back to Israel, to Eretz Yisrael, hoping that he's forgiven, trying to find favor in his eyes, among the things in the message that he sends to Esav, he makes the following statement. Im lovan garti I lived with Lovan, I've been with Lovan the past 20 years, and I've tarried until now. This past 20 years I've been with Lovan. And on those words, Im Lovan Garti, that I lived with Lovan, Chazal make a famous drasha, famous play on words that Rashi brings as well. The word Garti is the same letters as Taryag. 613, the 613 mitzvahs. So Chazal say that what Yaakov was essentially saying to Esav, Im lovan garti, v'taryag mitzvahs shamarti, v'loilamadati v'maisavaroim, I lived with lovan, yet I kept all 613 mitzvahs, I kept them all, and I didn't learn from lovan's bad ways. That's what Yaakov sends to Esav. The question we have to ask, though, how could Yaakov possibly say he kept all 613 mitzvahs in Lovan Garti, Taryag Mitzvah Shamarti? We know that Yaakov married two sisters, which is one of the 613. It's one of the 365 prohibitions. One is not allowed to marry two sisters. So how could Yaakov have said that he kept all 613 mitzvahs when we know for sure that one of them he didn't? He married two sisters. But the truth is that this is an extremely fundamental question about a lot of things, similar ideas. Let's forget for a second marrying two sisters. The 613 mitzvahs include many that have to do with the exodus from Egypt. Matzah, not eating chomet, sitting in a sukkah. But the Jewish people haven't been formed and haven't lived in Egypt yet. So, so how could have Yaakov have kept the mitzvahs of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? And of course, it's not just a question in Yaakov. We know the Mishnah teaches us that Avram Avinu, already our patriarch Avraham, the Chazal, the sages, teaches that he kept the entire Torah and even Erev Tafshilin, even a rabbinic, the rabbinic laws Avram Avinu kept. What does that even mean? How could they keep 613 mitzvahs when so many of the ideas that the mitzvahs are based on didn't happen yet? Lot gave matzahs to the angels. He gave matzahs. Rashi said because it was Pesach. Noach, the Torah says that Noach learned Torah. What could that possibly mean if the Torah wasn't given yet and if Mitzrayim didn't happen yet and so many of these things didn't happen yet? And the understanding of this is relevant to all our keeping of Torah mitzvahs because it touches the very essence of what Torah mitzvahs are all about. So in order to understand this whole idea, this whole Indian. Hasidus explains this idea by first introducing something that the Zohar says, something fascinating that the Zohar says, the Holy Zohar. So we know, if you remember from last week's parsha, when Yaakov tended the sheep of Lovan, and if you paid attention, the Torah make, goes out a long explanation of exactly how Yaakov got the sheep to be the stripes that he wanted, and he took wood and he peeled the wood, he made that the white of the wood should be seen, a whole long thing about how he strategized to make that there should be more sheep the way that he wanted. And this whole thing with the sticks, and the Torah goes a great length. Says the Holy Zohar, you know why? Because Yaakov was putting on tefillin, the Zohar says that the whole thing Yaakov was doing with all the sticks, he was essentially putting on tefillin. Now what does that mean? What do you mean he was putting on tefillin? By doing sticks with sheep and stuff? And again, you could ask the same question, tefillin, two out of the four parshias, two out of the four 
sections in the tefillin, Vayakev Yacha, Kadesh, they speak about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. They speak about the excess from Egypt. So how, what is, how does tefillin even make sense? And what does it mean that Yaakov did tefillin by doing this whole thing with the sticks? And the answer is that Yaakov, through what he was doing with the sticks and the sheep, managed to draw down the infinite godly light that we do when we put on tefillin. All the mitzvahs that we do, all the ways that we serve God, they don't just have an effect in this world. Every mitzvah draws down different godly energies. There are 613 types of godly energies, divine energies. The 613 plus the 7, there are 7 rabbinic mitzvahs, equals 620, which is the gematria of Keser. Keser, the crown, has 620 pillars to it. And so each mitzvah is another godly light. By not marrying two sisters, we draw down a certainly godly light. Yaakov was able to draw down that godly light, even though he married two sisters. In other words, the physical objects, when the obvious, when the patriarchs kept mitzvahs, the physical objects that they used were not so important at that time, because they were mainly focused on the world of Atzilus, drawing down divine lights and all the upper spiritual worlds, and they were able to do that without the actual physical mitzvahs that we have. The Holy Berdichever, Rablevitzik Berdichever in Kedusha Slevi, says that that's the deeper meaning of what we say in the Haggadah, a very strange thing we say in the Haggadah, in the Dayenu. Ilu kirvanu lefnei har Sinai, v'loi nosun lano satoira Dayenu. Hashem, if you would have brought us to Har Sinai and not given us the Torah, Dayenu would have been enough. Asked the Berdichever the obvious question, what an exercise in futility. What would be the point of going to Har Sinai and not getting the Torah? What does it mean if you would have brought us to Arsinai and not given us the Torah, Dayenu? What's the point of being Arsinai if you don't get the Torah? But the Bedichever says, based on what we're learning, this idea, this theme of Chesidus, that we know that when the Jewish people reached Mount Sinai, Poskazumas, and all the filth that the snake injected into us stopped, was taken away, and we all reached a level, an extremely high level, comparable to the others, comparable to the highest levels of Tzadikim. And so says the Berdichever, what the Haggadah means to say is that if we would have come to our Sinai and we would have reached that high level that we reached and not gotten the Torah, we would have been able to keep Torah mitzvahs like the patriarchs did. We would have known how to draw down that godliness. Of course, there are many mitzvahs that deal with Yetzirah sometime with the exodus from Egypt, but we understand that the Torah preceded creation. The Torah is one with God. So in the deepest way, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim means some kind of godly, mystical, infinite level called Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yes, it played itself out in this world with an actual physical exodus from Egypt. But the others were able with their spiritual prowess to reach what Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim means in the highest worlds, in the infinite spiritual level. They were able to reach that level and do things in this world to draw down those godly lights that we do when we do mitzvahs. Every time we do a mitzvah, there's like a nuclear explosion in the upper worlds. There's all spheres are being connected, yichudim, unifications, within the divine, within godliness. We're doing infinite lights, infinite things with the mitzvahs that we do. And before the Torah was given, they were able to do that. They reached that level without the physical mitzvahs. But we have to know Hasidus continues, but Hashem did give us the Torah. And now the only way you could reach these levels is by doing the physical mitzvahs that are as they are in the Torah, but not just because we can't reach the level of the Ovis. No, 
Matan Torah gave us the ability to reach through the physical mitzvahs that we do now, even higher than the patriarchs reached. The patri- patriarchs were drawing down infinite levels of divine light, but they couldn't reach the essence of God, Ein Sof Mamish. A created being can't reach God. Unless God gives himself, which he did at Matan Torah, he gave his very essence. He gave his very essence in the Torah. And now when we do physical mitzvahs, we're connecting the essence of God with the physical world. It's not like the sticks of Yaakov that didn't retain any sanctity. Now when we do mitzvahs, we're connecting Hashem's essence to the object and the object becomes holy a holy Sefer Torah, a holy pair of tefillin. Because now we could connect the essence of God with our world, which is the purpose of creation.